Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. It's Friday. It is. Weekend. Yay. Halloween. Yeah. Getting ready for daylight savings. Ugh. Spring ahead, fall back. God, it's not I this hate weekend. It. I hate I think daylight it's next savings. Weekend, Why don't they just eliminate it? For the farmers. No, the farmers don't want it. Because of the school kids. <laughs> No one wants it. We're not everyone, sure why it's still around. Everyone loves springing back an hour. No. Although we do get an extra hour now, right? We spring ahead, fall back. So we go back an hour. We get Which an means extra we get hour. an extra hour. Right. I mean, so, that's good at least. Yeah, we should do that every fall. We should just get an extra hour. We <laughs> spring ahead. Did I, did I ever tell you that I tried to explain it to your mother? No. She told me that she hated daylight savings time and like they should stop it. She was like, we should just, we should only do it in the fall. All right. Well, you you can't. It's back and forth. No, we should only do it in the fall. Well, it's dumb to do it twice. Hey, you know what? In 12 years, that means we would uh, be <laughs> 12 noon at midnight, if that's the case. <laughs> it would be funny. It would be. All right. You have some news from the Disney Parks blog? We do. Exciting news from the Disney Parks blog, oh, as I always. Oh, I bet. Uh, the first one, Halloween, Halloween related. If you've ever cruised at Halloween time, as we have, um, the Disney Cruise Line sets up their pumpkin trees in their lobby. Uh, and the pumpkin tree is based on a, a Ray Bradbury tale about the Halloween tree. Um, and then these trees magically transform from eerie and barren into the life of the party. So, uh, and then there's a story about them. So Disney has a little bit of a legend. Uh, there's a video about the legend of the pumpkin trees. And then there is a do-it-yourself uh, craft where you can make your own pumpkin tree book nook. Cute. Yeah. What's, a, what's a book nook? Uh, it's a nook for books. <laughs> So you put the books in it or you sit in it while you read books? Yes, exactly. No, it is a, a little nook oh, uh, for your books. It's gotcha. just, it's like book well, sized. It goes in, it's almost like, does it go inside of? Yes. Between your books? Yes. It's, yes. Okay. Uh, so you can slide a book in mm-hmm. there maybe. Mm, no, I think it just fits between your books. Okay. Have you ever seen them that do like fairy houses and stuff that fit between your books like that? I've never They're seen so that. They're so cool. No. Okay. Uh, so. This is almost like a uh, paper uh, pa- paper, paper parks. park. Project. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's made out of paper. I'm not sure how well it's going to hold up your books, but yeah, that's true. Okay, there's more news from the Disney Parks blog about a flyover. Sure thing. Uh, today, uh, in celebration of November's National Veterans and Military Families Month, the United States Air Force Demonstration Squadron, also known as the Thunderbirds, Thunderbirds, correct, flew over Epcot, um, and they flew over twice today. It's the first time they've been there in 10 years. Uh, They flew over once in formation, and then the second pass, they did their famous Delta brake maneuver where the planes separate. It's a great photo opportunity, and you'll be seeing Disney releasing some photos and video over the next few days. Okay, so the Thunderbirds are part of which branch of the military? The United States Air Force. They're the Air Force. And then the Blue Angels are the Navy? Correct. Okay. And then the Army only has a parachute team. (laughs) Do they? They do. (laughs) Well, I don't know. That's uh, that's brave. Actually, they probably have some type of uh, demonstration team for maybe some of their helicopters. Okay. Because like, even though the Navy has the Blue Angels, mm-hmm. which they fly what airplane? Do you know? No. They fly the F eighteen. Oh, okay. There's also oh an, god, I got them started on. There's the also he an F eighteen uh-huh. demonstration team for the U.S. Navy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Multiple. I shouldn't have asked the question. Teams. I think. All right. Um. And then lastly, from the Disney Parks blog, oh no, maybe not. But anyway, uh, there's a Throwback Thursday for the Haunted Mansion. That's right. Some facts about the Haunted Mansion on Throwback Thursday as we're approaching Halloween. Um, 
just some pictures and stories from the archives. Uh, did you know that the first concept of the Haunted Mansion came about in 1952, when, which even predates uh, Disneyland? Okay. When they were talking about the Haunted Mansion being a haunted house experience. So when they were just like planning Disneyland? Yes. Okay. And it was going to be adjacent to Main Street. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's and not then, too far away from Main Street. Well, it's in uh, yeah, I guess Liberty it Square. Is. Yeah, you're right. And then over the years, uh, you know, Disneyland opened in 55. Haunted Mansion opened in 69. So it took them 14 wow. years. Well, in between that, don't forget, they were doing a lot of work for the World's Fair. So it got pushed back in the mid-60s. And uh, they finally opened it in 69. And, uh, you know, we, we have a 50-year history of the Haunted Mansion now. It's but been some, a hit ever since. It has been. There's some pretty cool illustrations and pictures. And uh, so just a fun look back. All right. Uh, and then there's a Ride and Learn from Shanghai? Yes. Uh, there's a Ride and Learn, which will be posted on our page. It is a, a Ride and Learn with the Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure from Disneyland Shanghai. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, this was a, a pretty groundbreaking ride when it debuted four years ago in uh, Shanghai. Um, it's a water ride, but mm-hmm. you actually go underwater and, oh. well, not really underwater because you can breathe. And you, don't, right. you don't want to kill the guests. No. Um, but uh, it, it's it's a new take on Pirates of the Caribbean. It has some of the classic elements, mm-hmm. uh, but you go underwater and experience some of the ghost fleet and uh, it's very cool. Neat. So check out that ride through. All right. Um, we've had a few ride-throughs uh, from Disneyland Paris, and that's uh, probably all you're going to get for a little while because they are closing again due to COVID. That was a lovely segue. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the news came out yesterday that um, due to directives from the French authorities, Disneyland Paris will be closing at the end of the day on, well, today. Uh, we're recording on the 29th. So as of the 30th, uh, Disneyland Paris is closed. Um, they're going to reopen for two weeks around Christmas time. That's weird. From December 19th through January 3rd, they'll be taking reservations for the holiday season. How odd. And then they'll be closed again from January 4th through February 12th. Huh. I mean, I get that numbers are up and maybe um, France has put in some restrictions that are not going to allow them to be open. Right. But why is it okay at Christmas time? Well, it's it's the holidays. Mm -hmm. The holidays. COVID goes away for holidays. Pair Noel will be coming. So, yeah, it's fine. Uh, we have to, it's good then. He won't let anything bad um, happen. Yeah, but this is some new restrictions are being put in place by both France and Germany. They're essentially going back into lockdown. Mm. Um, and this is from French President Emmanuel, Emmanuel Macron. I, I, like, <laughs> I like to say that name. Um, so they're closing. They thank everyone for their continued loyalty and understanding during this. Difficult time. Difficult unprecedented. period. Difficult period. Oh. I thought I was, I, I knew you would say unprecedented. I got the difficult. I feel like I was you doing did. pretty well there. Um, so yeah, that stinks. But if anything, if, if we're, if we learned anything, it seems like um, Europe has been just ahead of where we're going. Yes. So that doesn't uh, bode well for where we're going. No. I'm very concerned for our early December trip that it might not happen as is your husband yeah it would be such a bummer um all right next up is elizabeth warren she is something in massachusetts right? state senator state senator of massachusetts. well united states senator i'm sorry united states senator united state states senator. senator of from the state of massachusetts um and she is once again questioning the disney executive management team about their salaries that's right back on the 13th of november she sent a letter to 
uh, executive chairman and chairman of the board, Robert Iger, and CEO, Bob, Bob Chapek, expressing her concerns regarding the company's decision to lay off 28,000 cast members. Um, she has then stated that the company has blamed the decision on the California public health measures, the spread of COVID-19, um, and they're continuing to lay people off, but they have restored senior management salaries. And she questioned that. Well, earlier this week, Bob Chapek responded to the senator with his own letter, stating that uh, the senator's indictment that our past actions somehow weakened our financial cushion and our ability to retain and pay workers amid the pandemic is ill-considered and misleading. As you are aware, this unprecedented crisis has had a devastating impact on companies nationwide and businesses large and small have had to take difficult steps required to weather the impact. Um, so he's essentially saying, you know, she says you should have had more money saved to cover your employees. That's crap anyway. Uh, and in a, in a statement responding to Bob Chapek's response, uh, Senator Warren then said, Disney won't answer my questions because it has no good answers. The company said it was unfeasible to keep paying workers, yet had no explanation for how it was feasible to restore senior executive pay. Okay, here's how. The guy who sells popcorn has no one to sell popcorn for anymore. Right. Thus, you must let him go. Bob Chapek still has to do as much work as he was doing before, if not more. So he still has a job because he still has work to do. But should popcorn he get Popcorn guy? Pay? Why not? Maybe he should get more if he's working harder. Or should you just cut everyone's pay in half? So then the people, so then the guy who's selling t-shirts exactly. makes half while the guy he who's selling popcorn does, doesn't do anything. He stays at home. It just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And this lady's crazy. Um, not that, you know, I think that maybe they make too much, don't make, not that I don't think they make too much money. They may make too much money, but that's, that would be regardless of what's going on right now. And the thing is, a lot of it is only their pay. Their compensation is not salary-based. Their compensation is performance-based. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these guys, you know, Chapek may make $2.5 million a year, but he'll pull down another forty if they have a, a good performing year. They're not going to have a good performing year this year. Yeah. So he's not going to get anywhere near the compensation that they're used to getting. Not to mention, I mean, if this woman looks at the salaries for these types of executive positions, she'll see that they're paying in the ballpark of what other corporations are paying. Right. So if you're not going to pay well, Bob Chapek is going to say, I'm out of here, and he's going to go to Coca-Cola. <laughs> Seriously, they're not, you know, it's it's a that's it's a market, you know? Why are you going to stay at a job that pays you half of what you could get somewhere else? Right. I don't like this lady. Well, they're referring to her now as the sheriff of Wall Street. <laughs> and that's not how Wall Street works. That's not how capitalism works. So get it together, lady. That's right. You went to a business school. You know. I do. All right. Let's go to California, where another idiot is running things. <laughs> um, <laughs> Disneyland has now canceled their reservations through November 14th. Yes. As they do every week. They, they move just it out a week. Cancel cancellations back a little bit. Mm -hmm. So November um, 14th. Okay. And then some new signage has gone up at California Adventure about COVID. Um, and I think that's fun and good because it's happening as they prepare to open Buena Vista Street. That's right. They're opening Buena Vista Street. We mentioned it a couple days just for shopping and dining. I love it. And uh, they have put out a new, uh, some new signage with five health and safety reminders. And those reminders are wear a face covering, maintain physical distancing, wash your hands often with soap and water or alcohol-based hand sanitizer. When coughing or sneezing, cover your mouth and nose and avoid touching eyes, nose, or mouth. Okay. 
the the bummer here, you know, well, not here, but just with the whole Disneyland thing is as our numbers are going up in the country, it's very feasible that Disney World is going to have to close again, in which case, obviously, Disneyland won't be opening. And those few months that they could have been open, they lost. So while things were still good, they could have been open. Now that's that opportunity is going to be over soon. So they're definitely not, you know, I don't, it doesn't make sense to open now. If you, right. if you weren't able to open three months ago when things were good, why are you going to be able to open now when numbers are twice what they were three months ago? And things weren't necessarily good two months ago in California or three months ago in California. I think they were better. Yeah. Now. They're a lot better than they are now. No, we'll just, we just have the current governor to thank and much like he won't mention Disneyland's name. I'm not going to mention his name. <laughs> Good for you. Now, I think everyone needs to know, I'm a huge fan of all the social distancing and wearing your mask. I'm not, you know, I'm not anti being being careful. I'm all about being careful. But um, I don't like that this guy has taken other people's businesses so much in his own hands. Mm -hmm. All right. um, A full list of the entertainment that was cut in Disney World has come out. That's right. The, uh, we spoke Monday night. That was when all of the news was breaking. I'm sorry, was that Wednesday? That was Wednesday night. Wednesday show. When all of the news was breaking on everybody getting let go. Well, now the list is out. And in the Magic Kingdom, it's the Citizens of Main Street and the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Aww. In Epcot, it's the Voices of Liberty, non-principal vocalists only. Uh, at Hollywood Studios, it's a big list. Citizens of Hollywood, Beauty and the Beast, Live on Stage, Indiana Jones, Epic Stunt Spectacular, Jedi Training Academy, Trials of the Temple, Voyage of the Little Mermaid cast and crew, and the Green Army Men of Toy Story Land. Honestly, I mean, they have to because that's so much of what Hollywood Studios is, shows. Right. But going there in a month, what are what we going to do all day? Exactly. We're going to wait in lines all day. Yeah. Well, I mean... Are there even going to be enough lines to wait in? How many? What's what's there? And You've Hollywood got the Studios? two two rides in um, Toy Story Land, Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, right? Um, and then you've got three in Toy Story Land. Two, three. What's three? Alien Saucer Spin, uh, the roller coaster, mm-hmm. and Toy Story Mania. Oh, okay. Three. Three. Yeah. Uh, what else do you have? Star Tours. Star Tours. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Right, that's Tower new. Tower of Terror, which you're not going on. No, and Rock, and Rock and Roller, Roller Coaster. Coaster. And Frozen Sing-Along. And Frozen Sing-Along. Is Muppets open? Muppets is open. Okay, Muppets. To the best of my knowledge. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but if it's open, you're socially distant. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like there's maybe one more. Why should we even go to the park that day? I know, there's just not that much to do. No. Um, especially, I think, if you get there early, you can bang out... Um, Toy Story Land. Mm-hmm. So then there's not that much left. Right. But anyway. All right. So back to the layoffs. Animal Kingdom, uh, cast and crew, Festival of the Lion King, Finding Nemo the Musical, and the team that did the Pandora Utility Suit is not there. Um, at the resort, uh, the Hoop to Do Musical Review at the Fort Wilderness Campground, Resort and Campground, and the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra at the Disney Grand Floridian. That is the full list of... Uh, entertainment cast members who have been let go. Very disappointing, but totally understandable. If they cannot perform, you cannot keep them on the payroll. I agree. Um, All right. The Magic Kingdom opera singer, Ghost, has returned to the Haunted Mansion. 
Nope, not the Magic Kingdom. Not the Magic Kingdom one. Opera I think Center. I just said. I think it was just because it's happening in the Magic Kingdom. Here That's is right. our Magic this, Kingdom this news. This is the Magic Kingdom section. Yes, the uh, opera singer ghost has returned to the haunted mansion. That's right. She's been missing from the graveyard for a few months, and she is back now. Um, however, the ghost that is usually standing next to the executioner is gone. So it looks like they're just slowly taking out pieces and refurbishing. Swapping them. out ghosts yeah. and fixing them up. Exactly. They're going. So I guess her. technically that means there's only 998 happy haunts <laughs> in there. Yeah, they're taking one to the ghost spa. Right. Um, and then Tom Sawyer Island and the riverboat refurbishment has been extended. Yes, they have been extended now through February 28th, which is past their initial January 2nd uh, completion date. And on top of that, uh, they are continuing to drain the rivers of America. And now the track... Um, is visible. Uh, the, the Liberty Square riverboat track is now exposed, which you don't get to see that often. No. You don't realize it's on a track. Not really, no. But I do like seeing that section drained. It's always neat when they drain it. Yeah. A couple years ago, they were doing some work near the Haunted Mansion when we were there, and they had drained just that section in front yeah, of the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, and they had like dammed out really the rest cool. of it. Mm-hmm. So. Very good. Um, and then in Hollywood Studios, this is probably the biggest news we've heard in a little while. Oh, this probably should have come earlier in the show. Tony tried to move things around and we had an argument about it. But anyway, um, there's a new approach to the Rise of the Resistance virtual queue. What is the new approach? That's right. We did have an argument about it, but we're past it. Yes. We're working together as a team we to are. put out a quality product, mm-hmm. even with our show's uh, stories in misorder. They're in perfect order. Yes. Uh, so there is a new procedure in place as of November 3rd for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Uh, what will happen now is guests who have a valid ticket or annual pass and a Disney Park Pass reservation for Disney's Hollywood Studio will be able to access the virtual queue beginning at 7 a.m. on the day of your park reservation. And this can be done anywhere. You used to have to be in the park in order to get your reservation, mm. but now it's 7 a.m., uh, you can be in your resort. You can be driving down the highway, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully not distracted driving while you're trying to get in the uh, boarding groups. Right. Uh, but you can do this wherever. Um, and then there will be a second virtual queue that will open at 2 p.m. for anyone who was not able to join a boarding group earlier in the day. Now, for this 2 p.m. release, you have to be inside Disney's Hollywood Studios. Okay, so there's a couple of things here. So they basically swapped what it was. So you used to have to be in the park for the 10 o'clock release, but you didn't have to be in the park for the 2 o'clock release. Mm -hmm. And now they've swapped that. Um, I think it's super helpful to not have to be there in the morning. I'm happy that they swapped them uh, because if you try to get on and you don't get a boarding group or if you get a very late boarding group, no need to hurry yourself up to get ready and rush to the parks. Now, I think they've done this because there is such a mad rush at at the opening Um, By like nine o'clock, you know, they're letting people in and there's just, you know, it's a mass of people and you're trying to keep people socially distant. But how do you do that when everyone needs to be in the park by 10 o'clock to get this very coveted um, boarding pass? So I think that makes sense. My question that I just thought of, if you have your park day scheduled for Hollywood Studios, but the only reason you're really going is to ride Rise of the Resistance and you don't get it when you're in your resort, can you just not go for the day? I believe you have to cancel your park pass the evening before. Uh, is that the deal? Or else it gets used deal. up? 
I will look that up while we talk. I'm just curious because I could see people doing that. That it's like, you know, is it worth it to use? Because we kind of have dealt with this a little bit. You know, um, do we, you know, do we want to even go to the park? Like we talked about, how much is there really to do? So it's right. really about rise of the resistance is the reason we're going. And if we're not going to get on rise of the resistance, it kind of feels like a wasted day. Right. Um, so I'm just, I mean, not that I would do that because I would still be uh, hoping for the two o'clock. Mm-hmm. But I'm just curious, like if you don't go through the gates and ever use your ticket, right? Do they take your ticket? You know, does it count as having used your ticket? I don't think it does. But anyway, and I can't get there. the The page isn't loading, so that's okay. We'll find out for we'll find uh, it for out next and show. Update everyone on the next show or on the on the uh, on the page. On the page, exactly. That would be good of us. We don't u- utilize our page enough. Um. So that was that big news. And then, well, Disney World Imagineering has filed permits for work on Spaceship Earth. That's right. Oh, we had one other Hollywood uh, oh, I'm sorry. related story. Yes. Uh, Lee Anza Comet. Cornette. Cornette. Sorry. My R and my N ran together. Uh, Lee Anza Cornette has passed away. Who is she? Lee Anza Cornette was Miss America in 1993, and she has a, a tie-in to Hollywood Studios. Okay, what is it? She was the first ever Ariel um, in Voyage of the Little Mermaid in 1992. Oh. 91-92. Okay. Uh, she apparently had a fall uh, back on October 12th and had been in the hospital and ICU and passed away yesterday at the age of 49. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Very young. How long was she? Um, how long was she, Ariel? Do you know? Um, she was Miss America in 1993. She was uh, Ariel in 91. Well, that officially opened January 7th, 92. And I believe she went through the whole preview period in late 91. Um, and she was Miss uh, Winter Park. Um, just before being crowned Miss Florida. I don't so. care about that. How long was she, Ariel? That officially opened January 7th, 92, and then she became Miss America in 93. So it might have been just a period of uh, okay. eight I was just wondering. I was just wondering if she was there when we were there, but no. Maybe. We were there in... Oh, no, we were there in 98. Yeah. 99. Oh. Yeah, that, that no. <laughs> Thank she you. She was already gone by then. That was the question. Let's have another argument. Sure. Um, all right. So now I can talk about the Disney World Imagineering has filed permits for work on Spaceship Earth. Yes, the refurbishment of Spaceship Earth had been put on pause when Epcot reopened. However, there have been some new permits filed um, for Spaceship Earth. Uh, No word on what the permits are related to, if it's the refurb or just some other type of maintenance. Um, But uh, we'll see. It's for installation of source power and control equipment. All right. Yeah. Um. In also in Epcot, the Creperie de Paris has gotten an additional awning added and they have started to spruce up the area. That's right. All of the awnings are now on uh, uh, Le Creperie de Paris um, on both sides uh, and is visible from the Skyliner. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're getting ready uh, for Remy's uh, adventure to open up. And uh, the next part of that is that the Remy's Ratatouille Adventure marquee sign has been um, installed. Nice. Uh, above the main doors of the ride. So that uh, features Remy, 
a couple of uh, serving spoons, some flourishes, a nice little oval. Yes, definitely stands out. It does. So no word on when that's going to open, but, uh, you know, they're continuing to move forward. Okay. Uh, Monorail Blue gets a new interior look. Yes, Monorail Blue has been updated. They have some new interior, uh, you know, refurbishments that were done, and they've added some blue delts, I'm sorry, silver deltas to the outside paint scheme, which are generally not... uh, What's a delta? Can I see? It's just a design. No, but what's it look like? It's these little silver. You touch things and screw them up. These little silver pieces on the blue accent line. I don't know. It's barely noticeable. Yeah. All right. But um, it's nice nice to see the monorail fleet getting updated. Um, So that's the exterior, though, the deltas. What's the interior change? uh, It doesn't say. Just they've gotten (laughs) new interiors. I mean, that that was the story. (laughs) Was the new interiors, and then you told me about deltas on and the then outside. Got no pictures of the interior. Well, no, they just put in silver. Well, they probably seating, redid the reupholstered. Yeah, some new carpet. Maybe it got rid of the mustiness for a little while. For a couple of days, anyway. All right. Over at the Polynesian, we know they've been taking apart um, the beams on the top of the roof. Uh, now the cross beam support has been removed. Wow, yeah, there's nothing up there anymore. The crossbeam support has been fully removed. All right, how's it look? Um, it looks very much just like a plain non-Polynesian roof. Yeah, it still has some beams sticking out of the top of it. Yes. But they almost well, look, like, the, they look like chimneys. That's where the crossbeams uh, originate from. Right? Okay. Um, so this is, uh, this is Tony's favorite story, but... I don't know anything about it. A guest was arrested for bringing a gun into the Ticket and Transportation Center. That's right. Another gun incident. Um, this woman was arrested. Oh, it's a woman. This woman by the name of Marsha Temple from Lithonia, Georgia. Okay. Georgia in the house. Um, was arrested for carrying a concealed loaded 9mm gun and attempting to ditch it behind a planter. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, when questioned by the police... Uh, why she had the gun, she stated that her six-year-old was supposed to be watching the gun. <laughs> um, while, she was, <laughs> while she was in the temperature tent, an Advent Health uh, team member noticed her take her purse from the stroller and leave it behind a planter near the tent. They then alerted Disney security, and the Orange County deputy on duty followed up with her. What a weirdo. Uh, she did not have a concealed weapons permit and was arrested and charged with carrying a concealed firearm. She is also now banned from Walt Disney World property. Oh, I mean, you know, that's... Uh, that's big. That is big. I feel like that's a slight overreaction. I mean, she's definitely a little nutty. Right. But, I mean, she wasn't... She didn't do... It's not like she shot somebody. Now, I would like to know if the six-year-old was charged because mm-hmm. obviously he's an accomplice. I mean, he was supposed to be watching the gun. He was, yeah. He did not do a very good job. No. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing we trained our kids when they were four, four or five years old. You know, if daddy's got a gun. Yeah, you got to watch you know, it. You're, and, in, you're in charge too. You know, we, we never brought the guns with us to Disney World. Now, the girls have hid switchblades, <laughs> you know. Shanks, razor blades, they're very good at that. You put, you hollow Nunchucks. out, you hollow out a space in their doll and they slide right in there. Oh, it's terrible. It That's is. very funny though. I don't think I've seen you laugh that hard in a really yeah, long it, time. It was very funny. Um, all right. And, and I'm not laughing on the show, but when we were going over the stories, I had a case of the giggles. He sure did. Yes. 
All right, Disney has added um, a social media sharing. Um, what would you call it? Uh, social media sharing feature. Feature. Thank you. On Disney Plus. That's right. So if you're on Disney Plus now, uh, and you can share with your friends uh, a link or a message uh, via a post on social media. Your friends can then click on the link and it will take them directly to the titles streaming page, uh, but they will still need a Disney Plus account to watch. All right. Yeah. So it's kind of really just an extension of the group watch. You know, group watch does the same thing. It links to the landing page and then you text or send a message to your friend and you watch together. But this isn't watching together necessarily. No. This is just if you want to say, hey, watch this new episode of The Mandalorian. Right. Which debuts tomorrow. Or actually today, because the show will come out on Friday. Uh, Oh, yeah. So The Mandalorian Season 2 is out. And in, were you going to say something about that? You looked excited. I did look excited because you said, which is actually today. And I was like, wait, what? We get to watch it tonight? Yes, we record in the future. Yeah, now I understand what you were saying. And then it goes to the past. Right. (laughs) Um, and time also, travel. that's right, in entertainment, you didn't know, we're the show that time travels for you. Oh, that's awesome. Um, also in entertainment news, uh, Freeform has released their 31 Days of Christmas schedule. Oh, that's always schedule. fun. Uh, I know we're still a month and a half or two months away from Christmas, but um, if you are interested in your Christmas movies, of course they have, you know, every one of the Santa Clauses. They've got How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Rudolph, Frosty, uh, Love Actually, also Christmas, The Star, Daddy's Home. How is Love Actually a Christmas movie? I don't know. It's it's on, airing on December 7th. Hmm. Uh, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Frosty, Rudolph, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. So a lot of your holiday favorites uh, will be, did I say 31 days of Christmas? I don't know. 25 days of Christmas from oh. the 1st through the 25th. And uh, all three Toy Stories uh, are going to air on December 12th. So they've got a good mix of movies. The Santa Claus is my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. Which one? Well, the first one, they declined each of them. So the first one's my favorite, and then the second one's my second favorite. And then the third one is your least favorite because it has Marty Short, and you don't like Marty Short as Jack Uh, Frost. Yeah, I just, I guess I don't really love the character. That style of of acting is not my favorite, but um, but I still like it. Okay. And if you have any interest, you can check it out on Freeform's Facebook page, other social media, or go to freeform.com slash 25 days schedule. All right. Um, and then the Oriental Land Company, which um, owns Tokyo Disney, has reduced their executive salaries. That's right. Why isn't Elizabeth Warren contacting them? I, because they're doing it right, apparently. So uh, they had a bad second quarter. Uh, of course, what do you expect? There's a pandemic going on. So they've decided to cut executive salaries further for the remainder of the fiscal year. Um, these cuts are being made effective as of November 1st. The CEO will have his salary reduction increased from 30% to 60%. Uh, executive level officers will have their salary reductions increased from 20% to 55% of their salaries. Uh, the corporate auditors will have their salary reductions increased from 20 to 50%. And the operating officers, um, you know, COO, CEO, right. CIO, uh, will have their salary reductions increased from 10 to 50%. Uh, these reductions will be in place from March 1st through the end of the fiscal year on March 31st. I mean, that's a little bit insane. Like how, I mean, I don't, I'm sure they make a ton of money, but like they probably also live in a really big house that right. they pay a mortgage on. And 
you know, here, here's, here's Asian culture. Um, all of the executives returned their salaries between March and June to the company. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, hope, I guess they have a lot, I mean, you know, they probably have a lot stockpiled in retirement and stuff, I guess, but. Yes. We're still recording. (laughs) Every once in a while we have this little panic that maybe we stopped recording and uh, we're like six stories lost or something. So, yeah. I mean, when you're losing 60% of your salary, that's, that's huge. Well, especially if you gave up completely gave back your salary for right, months for three months i don't know i mean maybe they live small and you know they have a bunch of money stockpiled but right. i don't know in, in the u.s if this happened like people would be like wait how do i pay the mortgage on my beach house right yeah um all right and so in universal the uh park revenue is down which is expected uh, but it's not all bad yes uh their revenue is down 81 percent in the third quarter um but they have announced that they expect uh, to break even in 2021. Um, for 2020 overall, the revenue is down 71%, um, which is at $1.26 billion to date. It's still better than the 94% loss they suffered in the second quarter. Uh, and uh, Universal Parks worldwide are now open, uh, with the exception of California. Right. Um so, you know, they say that next year they will be okay. Yeah, well, I guess it's going to depend breaking, what... Breaking even is okay. I guess okay. it's going to depend what uh, 2021 brings. Right. Okay. And then our last story is um, comes from the business news site, The Motley Fool. And they're asking, should Disney buy AMC movies? Yeah, a very interesting uh, conundrum going on right now. AMC, the movie theater chain, which is the largest chain in the world... Uh, says they have enough money to last until the end of the year or early 2021. Uh, and people are contemplating that maybe Disney, um, you know, should consider it. Uh, it's, uh, you know, Disney has 38% share of the movie market. Mm-hmm. So it would only make sense for them to, at some point, get into the movie theater chain business. Uh, but then again, do they have that extra cash? You know, if AMC, right do you want to take on another unit? And honestly, a unit that might not make cash for quite a while, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and, and once people get used to the fact that movie theaters aren't so much of a thing, maybe people never go back. Right. You know, maybe you don't get the kind of numbers you used to get at movie theaters. I don't know. But then on the other hand, even if they took them over soon and people weren't going to the movies so much and new things weren't being made so much, they still have such a... Uh, catalog of movies to pull from, you know, and play older movies that, you know, people love and will still go see on the big screen. Yeah. For $5. And that's not going to keep things afloat for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess. That's better than nothing. Right. All right. Any final words? That's all I have. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hey, everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this 